This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Today, we pick up with part three of my three-part mini-series on podcasting. You can check out part one and two on the public speaker website. Just today, I was updating a presentation and I was using our sponsor, which is Shutterstock.com. For you, whether you're updating your website, a publication, an advertisement, or even making a video, you could use Shutterstock too. They have over 20 million stock images. They have video. They have vector art and illustrations. And most of those are contributed by professional photographers and artists. And I like that the Shutterstock team reviews each image individually. They look at the content and the quality before they add it to their library. I've mentioned before that they have really flexible pricing. You can buy individual image packs, or you can also get a monthly subscription, which in fact turns out to be the best deal because you can download 25 images a day with their standard subscription. I recently discovered their iPad app, which is really cool. You can browse through images in their image library with just a swipe of your finger. It's a really enjoyable experience. You can browse by category. You can see the new stuff, the popular images. You can create and organize your stuff into light boxes as usual. The app is really cool. It won a Webby. You can try Shutterstock today by signing up for a free account. You don't need a credit card. Just start the account and begin using Shutterstock. Once you decide you're going to make a purchase, use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER5 and new accounts will receive 30% off any new package. That's Shutterstock.com for 30% off new accounts. Use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER5. In this miniseries, I've been asking questions and addressing them, and so far... What we've explored are the following questions. How often would you like to provide content? How much time and money do you want to invest? How often should you podcast? How will your listeners find the podcast? Today, I'd like to cover the last three questions that you should be asking yourself. And that's, how can I ensure that I'm consistent? What equipment do I need? And what else do I need to think about? Once you decide how often you'd like to deliver new podcasts, you'll need to think about a strategy and a process to help you remain consistent. Again, remember that consistency trumps frequency. I recommend you start out with perhaps a once a week schedule. That is deliver your completed podcast on the same day at the same time every week. Sounds easy, right? Mm, Unfortunately, not as easy as it sounds. If you're like me, On a daily basis, you've got clients that you need to work with, you've got website issues that need to be dealt with, you've got products that need developing, you've got many priorities that need your attention in order to bring your regular sales revenue in. And keeping up with the podcast in addition to all that can be difficult, but not impossible. To help you be consistent, I recommend creating several episodes before the official launch of the podcast. In fact, if you can create about three months worth of episodes, you'll be in good shape. Something I wish I had done. It'll be hard because in the beginning, especially, you're so excited that you really want to start sharing your content. But it's important for you to resist the urge. Think of these podcasts as your secret stash. By having several episodes in reserve, you can run new content even when you're sick and you're on vacation, you're busy with other priorities. Of course, you can always run repeats or guest hosts when you need a break in your schedule, but it's best to run new content regularly to keep your listeners engaged. I can tell you from my own experience, when repeats are running twice a month, 
the number of subscribers dwindled, but as soon as I returned to a regular schedule of consistent new content, the numbers of listeners steadily increased. Also, there's another advantage to creating your stockpile. It gives you time to work out the kinks in your process, and you don't have the pressure of having to post on a weekly basis. Then when you ultimately deliver your first podcast, quote, I'll put air quotes, your first podcast, it really won't be your first, and you'll make a very strong impression. The next question to consider is your equipment. I'm not a technology expert that you'll have to check out from my colleague, Tech Talker, but I've learned quite a bit through trial and error. For sure, a high-quality microphone is your most important piece of equipment. If your budget's limited, invest in the best mic you can afford. Dynamic mics work well in broadcasting situations where you want to isolate a voice and eliminate background noise. Condenser mics create more of a natural or live sound, but they pick up a lot more background noise and they require much better microphone technique. I've got two kids at home and you often find me recording in my closet. That's where I am right now, in fact. So I went for a dynamic microphone to eliminate background noise. One of the most popular mics for podcasting is the Heil or Heel. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it, but the H-E-I-L-P-R-40. I went with a less expensive model, the Shure SM58. Both of these mics, though, require an audio interface or a preamp. So if you don't want to mess with the technology or you just can't afford these, you might consider a USB mic such as the Blue Yeti. I use that one for other projects that I work on, and the sound is still pretty good. Again, I'm not an expert, but depending on your budget, there are plenty of options to get good audio and recording equipment. I used to get quite a few requests for knowing the technology equipment, so I wrote a blog post called What Technology Do You Need? You can find that on lisabmarshall.com, or you can check out Hive Logic's Podcasting Software Equipment Guide, or for expert assistance, you can try Cliff Ravenscraft at the thepodcastanswerman.com. He's great. Before I end this episode, I just want to briefly touch on one last important question you should consider. And that's, do you have products and services that match your potential podcast audience? When I started podcasting, the majority of my clients were organizations that bought high-end training and development services. I didn't have books and online courses designed for individuals. Frankly, I wasn't prepared to sell to my new audience. And I missed out on the opportunity to serve my audience with products that they would enjoy using. So, of course, this is an important consideration before moving into any new endeavor. There is so much to consider when thinking about podcasting, even more than what fits into a three-part miniseries. The most important advice I can give you is to make sure it's the right solution for what you're trying to achieve. Can you provide regular compelling content? Do you have the time or resources to promote your podcasts? Do you have access to the right experts? Do you have the right equipment? Are you prepared to sell products to your audience? Are you prepared to sell products and services to your audience? If you can answer yes to these questions, then it's time to start podcasting. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker, helping you lead, influence, and inspire through better communication. Your success is my business. It's getting very exciting here in Lisa B. Marshall land. We are getting ready to give away our iPad mini. This is the last and final chance, really is the last and final chance you need to enter the challenge and submit your 200 to 400 little mini essay. You can squeeze in right here at the end, start the challenge, write up your essay and submit it. We're going to be picking the winner very shortly. 
For all the details, go to smarttalksuccess.com forward slash challenge. That's smarttalksuccess.com forward slash challenge for your chance to win the iPad mini. When you're working on your creative projects this week, don't forget to keep Shutterstock in mind. If you sign up today, you can get your free account. No credit card is needed. Just start an account and begin using Shutterstock. Save your images to the light box. And when you decide to purchase, use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER5 and new accounts will receive 30% off any package. That's Shutterstock.com and use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER5. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.